everyone to the Apocalypse Podcast. I am Steve. He is Reverend Dr. Lawrence Vanby. Oh, like it's just like he pulled both guns out of the holster and just he just pointed them right there. Hey, look, I'm here. Who wants but I left off the NCSO. I left off the NCSO. Oh no, but you're pulling out the big guns. I mean, this is I mean, those those are those are important. But Reverend Doctor? Oh my word, man. <laughs> <laughs> This is a serious podcast. We're not fooling around. Oh, by the end of the, this podcast, you'll think he really deserves those, <laughs> those designations. Those, those accolades. Yes. Well, they're, they're, those are designations. The accolades are going to come later. Oh, they're true. Gonna, true. They're going to come from you, I think. Yes. Is that is that children lauding us as we wander the streets? Is that how that goes? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I've had to tell the kids, um, no, just keep the palm branches to yourself. Right now. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> and for those of you scoring at home, that's our, uh, that's, that's, that's our first thing that's deserving of death. And, uh, <laughs> and we've only just begun. And we're, and we're just seconds in. Um, my friend. I'm not anorexic like Mrs. Ms. Carpenter was. Yes. Yeah. But, uh, buddy, so good to be back with you. Folks, we missed you in our week off, but we're, we're glad to be um we're back to be glad to be back with you today. We're going to pick it up where we left off. We left you at the end of Zephaniah one, but we're here at Zephaniah two, my friend. Anything you want to introduce it with? Yeah. So Zephaniah one was the judgment against Jerusalem, and Zephaniah two, he's going to pick it up and talk a little bit about Jerusalem in the first three verses, and then talk about the rest of the nations. Okay. But remember, in, in Zephaniah one, he talked about such complete devastation that some people think it has to be future because they've never seen that level of devastation. Hmm. However, we always say that the prophets sometimes um, hyperbolize, use hyperbole, and we don't know if he's using hyperbole or not, if he's speaking bigger than what's actually going to happen. Hmm. 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 Okay. Um, and we just don't know because, because we think that Zephaniah was talking about the Babylonian captivity. Hmm. Um, in which case Jerusalem gets wiped out. Um, but so are all the rest. So when the when the Babylonians come, it's over. So every nation seems to get its um, its moment in the sun, let's say. Um, and and many of these ancient nations got their 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 good times, their times of power, their times of of of, of you know their fifteen minutes of fame kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Everybody, everybody should uh, get a little taste of power at some point in their life. I heard in a cowboy movie I was watching. <laughs> everybody should get a little taste of power. And United States, their taste of power has been over the last probably what what would we say fifty years? Yeah, yeah. They've, they've had it. when we said you know the whole world could rise against them and lose. We're not so sure that's the case now. Mm -hmm. uh, might still be the case, but I don't think it's the case anymore. Yeah, you know. Um, and who's who's the next power? Lots of people say China. In in this day, the power was Babylon. Mm. And and the problem with living in this part of the world is that your enemies and friends are very very close. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in Canada, we always feel like we're fairly far away. Like the only people really close, like Russia's fairly close. But the only thing they can tackle, as my friend would say, if they ever send land troops, we'll just wait for them to die up in the, up in the frozen north. <laughs> we won't have to do anything with them. Yes, our army of polar bears will simply take care of them. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. 
but if they, you know, the nuclear weapons, um, I don't, I think they could probably reach places. Yeah. But, um, but we're usually pretty safe because our biggest border um, has a very friendly, um, if if not patronizing, <laughs> patronizing mm-hmm. people <laughs> within it. <laughs> Folks, if you wonder why we're laughing, we're thinking of the same joke that we both heard. So. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 uh, the comedian, the English comedian where the American said, yeah, I like your humor, but it's kind of patronizing. He said, that's patronizing. <laughs> it means to speak down to. <laughs> Which is one of our favorite jokes. Oh, I, I just was, love it. I think that was Jimmy Carr, wasn't it? I think so. It was Jimmy Carr. Yeah. And then I went and heard him online and decided, wow, he's filthy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. That was one of the cleanest jokes he's told. <laughs> yeah. Although well, when they're on TV, they're usually pretty good. But yeah. uh, online, it's a different yeah. story. <clears throat> So here we go. Um, let's let's talk about what what God's going to do to the nations. All right, folks. So remember, remember, chapter one: the day of the Lord starts with Judah. Ah, uh, right. And here he's starting again with Judah, right here. Okay. Yep. Chapter two, verse one, folks. Gather together, gather yourselves together, you shameful nation, before the decree takes effect, takes effect, and that day passes like wind blown wind blown chaff. Before the Lord's fierce anger comes upon you, before the day of the Lord's wrath comes upon you, seek the Lord, all you humble of the land. You you who do what he commands, seek righteousness, seek humility. Perhaps you will be sheltered on the day of the Lord's anger. Oh, that's nice. eh? So he's saying my anger is coming. So you guys, you guys who, who still love me. Why don't, why don't you seek humility and and um, and and seek me? Right. Basically, seek me and do my commands. I like he says. And if you do this, perhaps you'll be sheltered. <laughs> He's not even going to say God's. You're going to be sheltered from God's wrath. He's going to say, Yeah, <clears throat> you know, you've, you've come far enough now that that yeah, maybe you'll be okay. Yeah, maybe maybe you'll make it through this. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Now, don't forget, he's just told um, Judah. He's just told, and we can call it all Israel now because, you know, they've had the captivity. But he's told them now that, that God's wrath is coming to them, remember? It's coming upon them. This guy this guy wrote about the same time as, um, as what was our last guy? Who was it? Who was it? I, I want to say Hezekiah, but that was the King Hezekiah. Um, Habakkuk. He Habakkuk. wrote about the same time as Habakkuk. But Habakkuk says, man, they are so, they are so evil in Jerusalem and Judah. You know what? What are you going to do, God? And God said, "I'm going to bring the Babylonians." And he went, "Oh, mackerel! <laughs> That's not what I had in mind." <laughs> that is worse. You're going to bring more evil people to judge less evil people. And God's saying, "Yeah, yep, <laughs> yep. That's yep. my plan." <laughs> <laughs> but now, now he's going to say, "But listen, all of the other countries around you, I'm going to judge them too." Yeah. Now I don't know if I would find that to be comforting you know <laughs> if if god was going to say you know i'm going to destroy ambrose you know at, right after i destroy kings i'm going to destroy ambrose i'm going to say yeah that's that's good i don't like that oh don't get me wrong we're going to kill everyone in edmonton 
But Calgary's going first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and you guys pray because, you know, and maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe you'll still have a job when this is all over. <laughs> so now Philistia is the first one. Okay. So folks. don't forget, the Philistines are the people that you're going to read about now. They're the people that came in, a, in what we think they came around 1200 BC. And they, there was a, there was a massive move of people in around 1200. It was called the migration of the sea peoples. Mm -hmm. And and the Philistines came into Israel around 1200. Okay. Right? Now, now some people will put Moses about 1450 or 1400. So Moses is, is he's, he's brought them into the land, you know, um, a couple of hundred years before the Philistines. Unless you're Noth, and Noth felt that the Israelites came in around the same time. Hmm. And there are 12 tribes where they, they created a thing called an Afikdiani, which was like they would, uh, they, they created 12 months of the year, you know, 12 different groups of people, 12 tribes, and, and everything came in these groups of 12. Hmm. Uh, but most, but most, most conservative scholars, I don't know if I can say most, some of us will put Moses' um, time around 1400, and the Philistines came in around, um, they came just before, um, in the 1200s. So when, when is David? David's 1050? Yeah. Around there. So they were already around, they were already been around for the period of the judges. Um, they were around for part of that, and they were around for, um, for, for and they were around during David and others after that. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the way that goes. Okay. So... So go ahead and you can read that first seven verses there, or the four to seven. Yep. All right, picking it up at verse four, folks. Gaza will be abandoned. Ashkelon will be left in ruins. At midday, Ashad, Ashad? Ah, I think Ashdod. Ashdod. Yeah. I almost got it. Uh, will be emptied. And Ekron uprooted. Woe to you who live by the sea, you Kirtharite. Carathite? Carathite, thank you. Am I supposed to be correcting you when you read? I, I believe so. No, I, believe, I, I, I appreciate it, actually. Uh, the word of the Lord is against you, Canaan, the land of the Philistines. He says to you, he says, I will destroy you and none will be left. The land by the sea will become pastures, having wells for shepherds and pens for flocks. The land will belong to the remnant of the people of Judah. There they will find pasture. In the evening, they will lie down in the houses of the Ashkelon. The Lord, their God, will care for them. He will restore their fortunes. Yeah. So basically, when Babylon comes through, um, he's saying he's not saying Babylon at this point, but when they come through, they're going to destroy the Philistines. Mm -hmm. um, and so, so Gaza, so Ashdod, Ekron, um, and Ashkelon are the main cities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or maybe Gaza as well. I th I thought Gaza was a was more of a place. But anyway, these are the these are the main cities of the Philistines. And the people who live by the sea are the Carathite people. Oh, what did Paul say? He said about the, um, oh, the, the people that started with a C. I wrote it down. I forgot it now. Um, oh, you remember that these people are, are utterly, uh, utterly wicked. <laughs> when Paul talked about them, you thought, you want to talk about racism. Yeah. Paul was mm. talking about. Oh, why can't I remember it either? Oh, I can't remember it. The, I, I want to see the um, you, the, the the core. It started with a C, anyway. Ah, isn't that terrible? I forgot. Anyway, the Carthite people they think are those people. Okay. 
Cretans. What's the what's the island just off the coast? And it, uh, it's that island. Crete. You Cretans. Oh, Cretans. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah, and they think the, the Carathites were Cretans. Oh, okay. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Remember he said the Cretans, they were just lazy. Utterly lazy, lazy. And useless. Lazy, lazy <laughs> useless people. <laughs> Oh, we cannot talk about other nations this way, Paul. <laughs> wow. I love everybody. Except those people. Two things right? I cannot stand. Two things I cannot stand. That's right. Racial intolerance and the Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> and Paul would have said racial intolerance and the Cretans. And and so that that's those people. And then he says, um, in the land of Canaan, um, the land of the Philistines, I will destroy you. None are going to be left. And then he says this this neat little thing here. He says that the people of Judah, they're gonna they're gonna have their um, their their pens and their sheep, and their pastures in the land that the Philistines own, and they're yeah. gonna live in there. Yeah, and it's right up to the sea, which is like an odd little thing, right? Like it's almost like the cities are gone, and all of a sudden there's just this pasture land there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it is kind of cool, eh? It mm -hmm. is kind of cool. Mm -hmm. oh. So anyway, so. And I, I didn't check the history to see if they ever, at this period in time, did move into that area. I don't I don't know if the history tells us for sure or not. A lot of this stuff, um, like like when you read it, you think, oh, I, I don't know. You remember when when Jericho he said, I'm going to destroy it and it's never going to come back. And then you say, but there there were people there. Yeah. And Egypt, same thing. You're never going to come back. And you go, but Egypt was there again later on. But then you go, ah, but it was a whole different group of people right. in Egypt. Right. You know um at that time so 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 this was the judgment on the philistines and now moab and ammon are next yeah all right and you know who moab and ammon are oh let's go ahead and read well, that while we're thinking of uh no i don't but actually i was <clears throat> i was gonna say at least we know where ruth was from so y yes yeah was she a moabite yeah she was a, a moabitess moabitess and, and, and you're, you're a moabitess <laughs> <laughs> The mosquitoes. The, mosquito <laughs> the um, the Moabite, Moabite, Moabite and Ammon. You know they are descendants of. Now you remember that. Now. No, I don't. Lot's daughters. <gasps> oh. Those are Lot's daughters. Remember they um, they slept with their dad so that mm. they could have children, which yeah. which um, would have been a hideous, hideous story to the to the Jewish people in those days. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and even really uncomfortable for most of us now. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's like when your wife says, "When I die, you should marry my sister." You go, "Oh, you must live forever, dear. You must, <laughs> you must live forever." <laughs> Very sage. Let's you and I get ourselves in trouble here. Uh, I have heard the insults of, of Moab and the taunts of the Ammonites. Who insulted my people and made threats against their land? Therefore, as surely as I live, declare the Lord, declares the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, surely Moab will become like Sodom, and the Adamite and Ammonites like Gomorrah. Which is interesting to use that imagery then, because that would have meant something, right? Oh yes, yes. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. a place of weeds and salt pits, a wasteland forever. The remnant of my the remnant of my people will plunder them. The survivors of my nation will inherit their land. This is what they will get in return for their pride, for insulting and mocking the people of the Lord Almighty. The Lord will be awesome to them when he destroys all the gods of the earth. Distant nations will bow down to him and all of them in their own lands. 
Yeah, awesome is a weird word. For us, that sounds like something very cool. But this is a different awesome. Yes. Yeah. This is this is awe-striking. Yeah. Yeah, like you cannot believe what's going to happen. That's what, that's what awe really is. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah. So, again, the Moabites and the Ammonites, and like you said, I loved what you said. Um, it's going to be just like Sodom and Gomorrah. And that's that's where you came out of. You came out of Sodom and Gomorrah, which actually wasn't very far away from where, where they were living now. Hmm. I mean, if all you're doing is running down the road to avoid it, you're, you're not very far away. Right. And he says you're going to be just like that with the salt pits and, and just become a wasteland. Hmm. It's very, very, yeah, I, lo I love what you said, Steve. Oh. I love what you said. It's, it's going to be like what your, what your uh, ancestors came from. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. And drew upon yeah. imagery that the that the Israelites would have gotten immediately. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They and you just turn, go back a little bit. I was just going to read a little bit. Oh, sorry. No, that's okay. Um, and then he says, "The remnant of my people will plunder them, and the survivors of my nation will inherit their land." So again, the Jewish people are going to plunder them after after all of this happens. Mm -hmm. they're, they're, they'll they'll uh, they'll win the plunder. Yeah, which is, which is pretty good, eh? And then the next place is Cush. Um, Cush is pretty short here, folks. Verse twelve: <laughs> You Cushites too will be slain by my sword. Yeah, yeah. Not much to say to the Cushites. Just, just, just a reminder: um, your death is going to be miserable as well. <laughs> so the Cushites, as far as we know, Cush was um, was the son of Ham. Hmm. Mm. And and uh, you know that pork is <laughs> pork is a bad thing. The demons were in the pork. Um, the um, but the Cushites were were the grandsons of Noah, the uh, um, of the on off Ham's side. So Cush was the grandson of Noah, was uh, was Ham's son. So these are the people that come from him. So notice that a lot of the a lot of the struggle that happens in the Middle East are actual brothers. In a sense, like their mm. offspring, their offspring of Abraham, yes, um, and offspring of of Lot's kids, you know, and offspring of Ham's kids, and 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 so there's there's the connections, the the brother and sister infighting in in the Middle East is huge. Yeah, oh. I had a guy one time talking about you know the Arabs and how they fit into this group and and the other people there and how they all fit in in Iran and Iraq and all those places and. And um, of course, you know, Iran Iraq area that is Babylon. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I say Iran Iraq because I can't remember if it's actually Iran that's 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 Babylon proper. Mm, okay. Right? With the hanging gardens, and I had a I had a teacher who used to say because it's all built on bauxite, um, the the ground. Well, the, all the oil there. So when they say it's destroyed in an hour, he used to say really could be because of the. And then you remember when they were fighting the fires, the Canadians were fighting the fires over there. Um, and, and it just felt like end times Yeah, with what they were doing. So now Assyria, Assyria gets, gets their, their behinds, um, booted as well. <laughs> now Assyria, remember Assyria was the mighty nation that took over Israel, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but now Babylon is going to be the bigger one that takes that over. When, remember when Daniel talks about the nations, when he talks about the head of gold, Assyria is before that. He's actually talking about Babylon being the head of gold. Right. And then he goes through the nations down below, right? And he ends right. up, we always say he ends up with Rome 
as the as the feet the clay feet and stuff like that clay feet when i read daniel i often think man i don't think he gets past the um the macedonian period that he he doesn't get past the um oh who what's the period that we talk about all the time um rome the romans are there for sure but the Maccabean period. The Maccabean. I, I wonder if Daniel even goes beyond Maccabees. Mm. But anyway, so Assyria, Assyria is the nation that took over Israel. Um, and now we're going to talk about them. Okay. Verse 13, folks. He will stretch out his hand against the north and destroy Assyria, leaving Nineveh utterly desolate and as dry as the desert. Flocks and herds will lie down there, creatures of every kind. The desert owl and the screech owl will roost on her columns. Their hooting will echo through the windows. Rubble will fill the doorways. The beams of cedar will be exposed. This is the city of revelry that lived in safety. She said to herself, I am the one. There is none besides me. Besides, yeah, besides me. What a ruin she has become. A lair for wild beasts. All who pass by her and scoff and shake their fists. Isn't that beautiful? Um this none beside me how many nations say we are we are everything that there is mm -hmm. they used to say of britain the amazing thing about about england wasn't wasn't was that they could have so much control around the world when they were such a tiny little island themselves mm -hmm. remember they said the sun never set on on england on the british empire yeah that's right on the british empire yeah and the british empire was england scotland wales wales and, but uh, ireland wasn't part of it and that always throws me off i always thought it was but well you well, said pre pre-1920s it include ireland oh okay okay yeah yeah and so anyway he was saying um i'm going to stretch out my hand leaving nineveh utterly desolate and remember nineveh repented under jonah i just read that um, this morning and i was just reading that story about nineveh and thinking that just as we were reading it like oh and here they yeah. all repent and yep. we're just a couple generations later and yep that's that <laughs> that's it that's it and and of course when we think about it like like when when these guys are writing they're talking in periods of you know 50 or 100 years mm -hmm. and a, a lot happens in 100 years yeah you know if you go back 100 years so that now you're you're oh man you're you're just finishing the first world war aren't you yep. 14 to 8 yeah, 1923. Just think of that. You know, we're, we haven't hit the Depression yet. We're still in the Roaring Twenties. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We've just come through the war, and now it's the the after war, you know, um, excitement and all that. But what he says here is is I like that he puts the screech owl will roost in your columns and hoot in your windows. I don't know why that's important to him. It is. Yeah, um, and you felt like I they, that you were going to live in safety and and. There is no safety if you turn from God. Mm. How, no matter how powerful a nation you are, if you turn from God, there is no safety. Yeah. It's the, don't, don't you think it's so interesting how God attacks the hubris of the nations? Yeah. 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 Um, the ones that are closer to, to Judah, his, his, his assessment of them has to do with they, they were your brothers and you mocked them. And you, you gloated in their misery and their anguish. And I'm going to judge you for that. For these other nations, he's judging them just strictly for their um, for, the, for the evil that they do. Yeah. So, so the judgment varies. For the actual Jewish people, the judgment is, you did not listen to my words. Mm -hmm. You did not follow me. These are sins of omission. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Um, for the other guys, they're sins of commission. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and so, depending on your relationship with God, His judgment varies. Yeah. Or why He ju- everybody gets judged, but why He judges seems to vary. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. And and I did like that. You know, the rubble will fill the doorways. It reminded me. I ne- it never dawned on me that Barney Rubble, that his nas- last name was Rubble. <laughs> Until just now, I thought, oh yeah, yeah. Or she doesn't mention Flintstone, so you know it's 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 really hard to know. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but anyway, so that's that's the end of that. And then the next chapter, he's going to talk about um, about bringing Jerusalem back. Mm. But but right now, that's not happening. Yeah. Um, right, right now, I've judged you, and now I'm judging the nations around you. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 Steve, we always say that that. This is for them. This is words to them. So we need to listen for our prophets to see what the words for us are. Hmm. Nice. Nicely put, my friend. Nicely yeah. put. We cannot we cannot glom on to somebody else's prophecy that's not made for us. Mm-mm. We can take general general truths that say, you know, you need to serve God. Look what happened to these people who didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, you should learn from other people's errors. Yeah. Um, and if you don't, I mean... You know, um, someone may come to you and say, I'm going to take your candlestick away. Yeah. Yeah. As one said to the Pentecostal church. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I was just thinking of Revelation 2 by those last two, um, that last sentence in uh, here in 15 is very, it, it's almost like it's, it's uh, echoed in Revelation, right? You know, as they pass by Babylon, the great, Mm-hmm. The great city of Babylon, you know, they they scoff, they hold their mouths, and scoff. Oh yeah, oh the great city of Nineveh. You're, yeah, yeah, but it's the same thing they say about Babylon in Revelation, right? You know, in Revelation, they talk about Babylon, which is actually Rome. We think. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it's um, and you know, who knows what God's going to say to us? Yeah. Like lots of times, I look at us and go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We, we, we deserve a big kick in the pants. Too, so. <laughs> so true. My friend, thank you so much for this. That, that was fantastic. Folks, I hope you found that interesting to think that God is not just picking on Judah, but he's also going around to the other nations, reminding them why he is judging them as well. But he's not leaving Judah alone. He's not saying, well, look, I know you were bad, but you're not as bad as them. No, God's like, no, you're all going to get it. So uh, thanks again, buddy. Uh, folks, thank you for joining us. We're glad to be back with you. We'll be back again next week. And we'll be here with another episode, a fantastic episode of the Apocalypse <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Until then, I was Steve, he was Larry, and this was the Apocalypse Podcast. <laughs>